Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show. It's me, on my own, because Graham's not here. He's got another job where he works at a wild owl sanctuary in Milton Keynes. So he's gone back. Um, so I'm on my own today, calling the shots. And uh, today's stage was stage three of the Tour de France. was won by Caleb Ewan. It was a bunch of sprint. And this is how Rob Hatch called it. Yes, but a burst looks as though he is there behind him. Caleb Ewan, as you said, sitting on the wheel of Sam Bennett with 700 metres to go now. It seems somewhere who take it over. Team somewhere. it's been a while since they were able to win a stage in the Tour de France, but they have an opportunity with their young sprinter ball now. Just over 500 metres to go. Max Valtzheim is there trying to lead out the European champion, Nizolo. That's on the left as we look at it. Through the centre. Oh, there's a bit of space. It's on the right now. It's Daniel Orson tries to put Sagan in the right place. There is uh, Viviani on the right side as well. 300 metres to go, it's a messy sprint but it's launched through the centre, launched through the centre with Sagan going all the way, a real long run, but look at Nick Zorba as well, on the left it's Bennett who now hits the front, Bennett going all the way, Bennett staying there as Ewan tries to come around, Bennett and Ewan to the line, Ewan has it, Caleb Ewan tipping Sam Bennett on the line, the Irishman missing out on his first Tour de France win, and Caleb Ewan, despite being down a six man, despite having nothing in the finale there, has done it all on his own. So that was Rob calling the stage finish today um, with me, Brian Smith, ex-professional cyclist, British champion, winner of the Gerben Three Day, um, and John Errity, who's someone I've known for a long, long time. John used to manage me as a junior, didn't you, John? Uh, Judy Wells, 98, Judy, first yeah, time. Yeah, that was the first time, yeah. Ex-professional yeah. with co-op, of course. Um, rode the Olympic Games, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you never rode the Tour de France, did you? But you no. was with... Uh, Cup Mercia. Yeah. yeah. Zutamelt, that year. Zutamelt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the year. Kim Anderson. And he was also a British champion that year, when you were in there, when you yeah. were riding at co-op. Yeah. John, what do you make the sprinters these days? It's, it's like a changing of the guard, isn't it, really? Gripe was here, but he's non-existent in the sprints, and Cavendish is pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's quite different. I haven't really raced with many of these guys when I was no, racing. Either. This is a new group of sprinters, but yeah. it's the same sprinting, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, it's no different than it used to be. I think yeah. Sean called it today. The way that uh, anything could have happened in that last two to three hundred meters there, and Caleb, you know, he risked it. He risked waiting for as long as he did. He didn't have a lead-out train, so he did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, it came good for him in the end, but he was so so fast. I mean, he did get a good run at it, but he didn't have any. He didn't have clear air in front of him which given yeah. the headwind was probably a good thing today to be mm. honest uh, and then I think Brian sort of summed it up really really well when he said he, you know that was like threading himself through the eye of a needle exactly yeah. was that that yeah. was a good analogy I think and uh, I think you said in the breakaway as well where you know if Sagan had just moved over another you know six yeah. inches that would have yeah. been it he'd have been on the barrier and we'd have had potentially another mm. another you know another inquest yeah. so to speak but he, he came really really fast and uh, he didn't have to check at all I think that's what. But I think so. a lot of them uh, went too early. Sagan went too early. Nizola went too early. Sam, you know, it's a Tour de France. You can see the finishing line, you know, within grasp. And you, when, once you commit, you commit. Mm. You, you don't want to wait because you, you wait, you're swamped from behind. 
I tell you what, Caleb Ewan, with about a notice with about K to go, Debus was there. Yeah. He just mm. dropped him off. But before Debus was looking behind and and he, he let riders like he in front far, of him. He looked like he was too far. Mm. He, he let like riders in front of him, yeah. which was I think the key to to how his positioning. He wasn't caring about pushing and, and barging and things like that, everybody else. He let it open up. And I think Sean said it in the breakaway, you risk, you take all mm. risks. It opened up for him. Christoph in the first stage, it opened up for him. Kay's mm. ball came and he went with it. Yeah. So I think it opened up in the right areas, but you have to have balls of steel to go up the barriers. Yeah. Mm. What about tomorrow? Tomorrow's the first summit finish. How do you see that one panning out? I mean, four days into the tour, we've, had, we've already had pretty, I mean, we've had one bunch sprint, haven't we? It's, um, I, don't see, I don't think we'll see a massive selection tomorrow in terms of someone winning the tour and stating their claim for it. We but... won't see a massive selection, I don't no. think, but I, I think we, we might see someone wanting to take control of it. Um, mm. you, know, you can remember um, 2015 when um, Chris Froome uh, yeah. kind of crashed Mars stage and he won up Moor de Wee and took the, yeah. the jersey. Maybe um, Roglic and Jan Bovesma well, want to take it, it on. I think they'll take it on, but just more of a dress rehearsal for the next yeah. coming up. I think right? they'll want to test early yeah. on and if something happens, if they get the opportunity, because it's long enough to split, yeah. it's hard enough to split, but I don't think, you know, people are talking about Adam Yates taking yellow. If Adam Yates sneezes, um, so will Alaphilippe. He won't let him go anywhere. You know what Matt White said in the breakaway about mm. stages? Do you think he's just, as an ex-team manager, John, what, I mean, White, he always says that, but Adam Yates, I mean, he's been fourth in the Tour de France before. He's clearly got, got a chance of doing that, hasn't he? Absolutely. I think if, he, if they can take it in the first week, yeah. and then they, they'll just carry on. They'll press on with Matt's it. Matt's very yeah, good at alleviating the pressure. Good. Absolutely. He's, he doesn't wanna, he's not going to put his riders yeah. out there to be shot at. He's he? one, of the, yeah. one of the best managers in yeah. the business for doing that. Um, but I, I don't believe that they, uh, you know, if they win it, if they take the yellow jersey, they're going to try and keep yeah. it, you know, 100%. There's no yeah. way you would, like, try and lose it. One sprint in cold S. Says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why, yeah. why did he? Why, why did he invest in that? Mm. Well, I think Whitey did say their aim was to try and take the jersey in the first week to get some coverage from but that. You but you don't just don't, take no, the exactly. jersey. Yeah, it's clever for Adam Yates. You just don't take it. Mm -hmm. no. you, you take it with a you know mm -hmm. a, a quality rider that can possibly win. He's he's been up there before. The other British rider in there, so I want to talk about. He's one of my favourite riders. Is um, Hugh. 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 Hugh John used to manage him, yeah, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. And I was just yeah. thinking, you know, like you know, if he's um, if Iran and these other guys in that team, you know, if it plays out for him in the, in the Giro last year, we mm. saw him taking his opportunity. I'd love to see him maybe in that third week on one of them tough stages getting a break. Well, Do you think it, he, he's a sort of guy that if he's, he's got a really particular yeah. mentality, isn't he? He has. He's very single minded. Yeah. If he gets his opportunity, if he gets the opportunity, he'll take it for yeah. sure. Uh, you know, the Giro's hard, as we all know, but the Tour de France is another level as well. Yeah. So, um, But he's a year older, so who knows? Yeah. And the, the, you know, that, that 11th overall in the Giro may have given him a bit of confidence to. You know, to, to, to push on. Well, I've lost a, a little bit of faith in Iran. Martinez was my man, uh, but he crashed and lost a yeah. little bit of time. Um, Higita, I'm not too sure it's his year. Um, and I, I'm hoping that if they do lose a bit of time, Hugh gets his opportunity because yeah. he's a class bike rider. And you actually put him in, he was riding for your team, you actually mm. helped put him in the Cajoral and set yeah. him off in his yeah. career. The other one is um, probably Pino. We've not really spoke about him since he's crashed the day, day one of it. I think he's, he's being quiet at the moment yeah, because I think tomorrow, he hurt himself. I don't know, last year it seemed like him and Philippe were having a bit of a willy-waving competition yeah. in terms of the French, you know? <laughs> and I don't know if Pino, do you think he's... he's... I think he's learned. Yeah? Yeah, he's well, learned I, think, from... I, I don't think you'll win the Tour tomorrow, but he's potential no. to lose it you know, yeah. tomorrow, yeah. If, you, if you know yeah. what I mean. So I think we'll see uh, tomorrow, if they do put the hurt on those big teams, yeah. we'll see who you know, falls by the wayside. 
Um, so there'll be there'll be some some sort of selection tomorrow, but the tour, as you say, won't be won tomorrow. But two teams, and on the, the run up to this, it was all about Ineos and Jumbo Visma. Mm. Uh, we've seen it early on uh, with uh, Sky in the past. They want to put a stamp on. Yeah, they've done that. In Europe, they? they haven't done it yet. They didn't even get that hierarchy running down nope. the order, did they? Really? They just kept out of the way, didn't they? No. And I always said Luke Rose will always be the first on my team list for any tour. Yeah. We saw him at the finish there, didn't we? Burnout yeah. taking him up to the finish. They don't have that firepower anymore, didn't they? Where they used to take Christian Nice and all this. And um... I think they've taken a different approach. Well, they have, and yeah. I think they have to, they don't have they? To. Because they realise yeah. they can't win they like can't, they used they to all the time. Like they used to. You know, biggest but... miss- we're talking about Froome and, and Geraint missing, but they, I think, one of the biggest misses of Ineos is Nicholas Portal. Well, yeah, this is, we did talk about that earlier. First, this is the first tour they've been without him, mm. and um, his presence, his calmness. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's well, it's the first tour in a long, long time that they've not had Portel and a Grant in the lineup. Froome's missed the odd one with injury and crashed out, but Grant is huge for me. You mm. know, and Grant and Luke Rowe together in particular. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, for sure. It might work for them in the end of the the, the well, I, yeah. out of trouble and they're, they're not Bernard's using energy. Yeah. Yeah. Rider. It's interesting to see Bahrain now moving up into that position. Yeah. You've got the influence of Rod Ellingworth there now in, yeah. in Bahrain, so yeah. I think. Uh, you know that tactic of of stacking up behind. I think now Rod's yeah. there at Bahrain. He's he's probably insisting that they do that as well. And you know what it's like. You, if Ineos are there, you don't want to push pushing and shoving for second place and things like. That. You're just going to sit back. You're wasting energy battling. You don't want to battle at this stage. And they sat up, but look as you say, perfect. Yeah. He did that. Was it last year in Paris? Nice? Yeah. <laughs> he, he he was. It could so also be Bernal as well. Bernal might not like that. That sort of approach. No, he's not a very vocal leader as well. He's so not. He, he, he might prefer that, yeah. like he floating around a little, little bit. Yeah, you notice him in the Dauphiné. Yeah, absolutely. he sits back in the group a little bit. He doesn't yeah. want to sit at the front. Yeah. Like yeah. you can guarantee that when he goes up, he'll be there, won't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Definitely, when it goes over two thousand metres, that's his. Own, that's his own. So, well, we'll see the stage tomorrow, won't we? We'll watch it. Give it some beans and watch it on the telly. I think we'll see a, a bit of a show. Uh, could come from any. Could come from Yumbo Visma. I'm thinking more Yumbo Visma want to put in a bit of a show control. We've seen yeah. it, seen them doing it already yesterday on the descents. I think um, the confidence coming into this race, they want to continue with that. Yeah. Well, we watch it all on that. You report tomorrow. Yeah. Just before we go, John, what's your most memorable story about me as a young lad? <laughs> Teaching the words to injury is Bill Ricky. Oh, definitely injury. Yeah. <laughs> swear words in French. I remember that. I did. My twenty-first birthday, the circuit de means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember the story where you did the? Uh, I think it was the Godfather scene. You were in the room next door Steve to me. Cummings. Yeah, I was like laughing. There was yeah. you and. It was you and Steve Cummings laughing your heads yeah, off. We made a load of videos, a series of videos. About of me getting fatter in the yeah. bed, basically. <laughs> you kept, kept cutting back. It was that first, those first Sony uh, computers with the, with the Yeah, the just on that. Yeah. I mean, I met you in 1998, the World Championships in Valkenburg, I think. Mm. And uh, I think you chased us out of the nightclub in the street where we were getting drunk <laughs> as juniors. Yeah. And um, Chris Borman was there, wasn't he? Do you remember? Was, yeah. It was like yeah. one of his last few years at the World Racing. But mm-hmm. th- that was really the start of what British cycling became, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, you yeah, know, I remember yeah. we all had all the, the year after. I remember you asking me and Charlie about you were going to the bike show. What bike should we have and all this? Do you remember the, mm, the world yeah. class performance plan? And to think now, that was before David even arrived. That's twenty one years ago now. Yeah. You see, we're now talking about Adam Yates and these guys. They weren't even born then, really. Yeah. A lot of well, they're yeah. just about born. And to see how far it's come, and now it's what we've got three British it. tour winners and all that. You know, and yeah, it's, it's amazing it's, where it's come from. I mean, for you as well, because you've been racing in the seventies as well. And just making it as a pro, as a Brit, was, yeah, it, was, it was it was different. It was different then. I mean, it's, and it's you were really there at the start now, of that thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, what's it, what's it like looking, watching it for you now? It's good. I mean, time moves on. I've never been one to stand still. I've always oh, looked no. forward, you know what I mean? So but you were uh, part of helping it move forward as well. In those yeah, I, I, thank you for that. It's, right. uh, it's nice to be recognised as playing a small part of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it all took off, to be honest, after I left, to be honest. But um, I think Peter Keane at the start, he was the visionary with that, you know, the master plan. Yeah. But it was definitely Brailsford that implemented it, if you, if you, if you know what I mean. He, he needed that human touch, I think. I think Peter was really, really good at that. Well, the visionary stuff, that, that master plan, so to speak. I just thought of another story. Do you remember the world's in Madrid in 2005? <laughs> you followed me in the time trial <laughs> through that park where all the transvestite hookers were stood <laughs> in the park during the time trial. Yeah. In the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was oh. funny. It was just I weird. Mean, weird. Like on a Wednesday in Madrid, midweek, like Spain didn't know the world's on the time trial. <laughs> and it went through it's a park. It happens to me twice, that. It went through a park and there's all like transvestite prostitutes in this park while the world's time trial is going on. <laughs> so that was it. Lots of stories. Could be all night, could we, Brian? There's plenty about Brian. Any stories about Brian? Uh, not you can None tell. None that we can podcast. tell. There we go. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the Bradley Week show today. Join us tomorrow. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.